Three Hearts players in the last 16 of a World Cup. Hair transplants, Baldies and Bobby McLaughlin. Everything's changed, but nothing has changed on Jambo's kickback. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Hammy, Paddy, Cameron and a running late Simon. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Uh, long time no see boys. He's all look fucking freezing. Big, no, big jumpers. Roasting here. Sat, sat basically on the radiator. So be fine. I'm eating an ice lolly. Get ringes. Oh, oh man. You, you've, you've rigged the leg. Okay. <laughs> He's also wearing a t-shirt as well. <laughs> Well, it's really big bollocks this year with the heating on. <laughs> Someone's doing well for themselves. <laughs> Hammy uh, reaping the benefits of living in a new build. <laughs> exactly. The two of you are in tenements and I'm in a 60s build here. <laughs> I don't know what these Victorians were thinking. Like, let's, let, let's put 10 feet ceilings in Hoosies in Edinburgh. <laughs> Idiots. And it looks great. It's freezing. Yeah. I've got no excuse. My house, my house doesn't look nice, and it's freezing. <laughs> um, aye, cold, very cold. Um, and Paddy, you've managed to to keep your cell going since we last recorded. All fingers and toes still intact. Aye, no, ma- no major incidents to report. Ironically, not slipped down steps when it's been freezing and icy. But in the summer, though, when there's <laughs> only cats kicking about. Hmm. There's still time. It's going to be like this for a week. <laughs> um, Phil Stamp's birthday today. Just to address the the elephant in the room. Love you, Phil. Love you, Phil. Um, and yeah, it's been a while. Uh, notes go way, way back here. Um, and looking at them, uh, first of all, boys, your immediate reaction. To our three Australian players getting called up for the World Cup, uh, I can't wait to see how Cammy Devlin does. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's done the best out of a lot of them. That messy <laughs> top looks great. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, how how have you enjoyed the old World Cup so far? And watching our, our Aussies, the two of them. Uh, to be honest, sweet relief after Saturday. There's no coming home again. Hmm. Yeah. Vive la France. Vive la France. Um, aye. I think uh, Kai Rolls was amazing. I think uh, statistically he was Australia's best defender. However, the English media was right up Harry Souter's arse because the English media think it's funny because he's big and he plays for Stoke. <laughs> I mean, he looks pretty good. Stoke do play to that kind of whole thing like they have for years. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a big physical team. Right. Ryan Shawcross. But um, no, I thought he looked good enough that um, I've got to think there's a fair chance that he isn't with us in about six weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> I also agree with that. <laughs> the potential's there. See, when it's this cold, I can't help but think. You're Australian. You're used to the heat. <laughs> we offer on the table to go anywhere in Europe. Take it, mate. It's fucking stoky things like that. Oh, that'd be horrible. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it was uh, very impressive. Eh? Very, very impressive. Um, Nathaniel Atkinson, however. No, I'm going to defend him here. Oh, hold on Before then. you and tag team him and take him down. I actually thought he'd done all right against Mbappé. I've seen better right-backs do much worse against Mbappé than Atkinson did in that game. That's my piece. Go for it. Cameron? Yeah. (laughs) He looked like he he does for us. I think he looks good at points and he he always looks all right going forward. I I don't think it's his fault. I'm just not convinced he's a right-back. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it, aye. I fair play him. I did do all right against Mbappe. Tackled him a couple. I think he won a ball back from Mbappe. And he tackled him once. 
That's all you can ask for. Hmm. The, keep, the keeper sold him down the river a bit. Ah, it was an absolute <laughs> hospital pass for that goal. Yeah. Yeah, that was all the keeper's fault. Fuck mm. Matt Ryan. But Atkinson should be used to getting the ball drilled to his feet <laughs> <laughs> and just get being told to deal with it. I don't know. Big Craig just smashes up the pitch, actually. So maybe not. Um, I, and Cammy Devlin, I couldn't believe he never got on. Just the way the game, game scripts went, eh? he just never, he just never thought he was going to get on the pitch. Yeah. And yeah, come away with Messi's thousands game jersey in a game which he scored. Yeah. What a guy. <clears throat> Hammy. I thought the um I thought they would have brought him on against Argentina to be honest with you. Trying to win that midfield battle at the end. But uh, yeah, I was surprised they didn't get any minutes at all. And Jason Cummins got minutes. Mm. Um so but I mean, I'm sure the experience all have been great for him. Uh, so fair play. Yeah, this time will come. You just couldn't get Mui Moy with that starting eleven. That I mean, that Australian midfield is pretty good as well. So it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's probably their best, but other than Kyros, of course. Right. And, uh, genuinely, he'll he'll be able to retire with that jersey. Aye. Get off on eBay. Be good. We will make a fortune off that jersey. That was uh, that was our Hearts players in action in the World Cup. Um, in the friendlies, we got beat four 0 off Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> uh, we got beat off Swansea. I don't know what the score was. We got beat off. So these teams all in Spain? No. no. Just thought we'd all went to the same resort, like big. Package deal, like four teams, one hotel. <laughs> 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 Big booze too, as well. A few games, uh, 11 aside. Um, but I pumped off Blackburn, we got beat off Swansea. Um, but most importantly, we got beat. Uh, no, we never. We, we battered. Uh, watch, how would you call them again? Almiron. Almeria. Almeria. Um, reported live by Amy Babe in Korea. <laughs> I'm blown away. I- who is this person? <laughs> what What are they doing watching a Hearts mid-season friendly? So <laughs> many questions. No idea. That was a mental day. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I was again um, trying to remember. Alex Cochran kicked a player and then got punched. Is that what happened? Yeah, he went, yeah. Kicked the player, got punched. All both teams ran onto the pitch. Scraps everywhere. Robbie Nielsen gets the game abandoned. Mm-hmm. Big, uh, big Darge young boy came steaming in with throwing hands. Right. <laughs> Love you to know. see it. See, see, is a thing. Like Cochrane's one of these guys with just like one speed. He's like one hundred percent commitment constantly. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can imagine him in a friend straight in. Mm-hmm. Aye, it was a good laugh. Um, and also, yeah. I've, I've, I've got a bit of a theory. You know how we're constantly talking about people getting injured at the Orium? Mm-hmm. And then I've started to put this together with the fact that our tackling at times and our red card record this season is not good, right? <laughs> Maybe we're training like that. Maybe they're just going through each other every single day at <laughs> <of> record. <clears throat> Probably. I mean, Nielsen's from that generation where it would have been expected that you trained like that. You know what I mean? So, and Lee McCulloch screaming at them. Aye, probably it. Um, but aye, Amy Babe reporting from Korea. Just absolutely gobsmacked. I hope somebody gets it on a flag. <laughs> Amy Babe Loyal. Um, transfer stuff. Alan Patterson is coming back to the Hearts. Suppose he's going to is he going to play right back? So that was my first question. What position does he play? <laughs> I mean, he never was a right back, but it's the one position we could really do with somebody in. <clears throat> yeah. 
I think you may be a bit of a Andy Halliday utility man on the right. You know, right wing back, right wing. Um, Andy can back up up front as well. Yeah, I go between being thinking it's going to be a good signing and then thinking, what are we doing? It's very mm. odd. But like, he's 28 and he's still young. I can't <clears> imagine if he's wanting to come back to Haas. He obviously knows that he's not going to get the sort of the same money that he was on when he went to Cardiff or even Sheffield Wednesday, I would imagine. So mm. I think if everyone's happy, then I'd take him. I think he'd do well at that sort of right wing back that we play. Um, and he's he's dangerous for set pieces and things. So yeah. I think we need to realise that Michael Smith's probably done now um, mm-hmm. as well. So a bit of coverage there would be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we say cover. I would imagine. Seems like the kind of guy we'd be. He'll be he'll be promised game time. You'd have thought like mm. he's not would, coming up here to sit on the bench. I would probably play him straight off the bat. Like if he oh, came back, I'd right. be like. You can probably get in at my stand a lot. I mean, the thing is, no one knows what his ability is like now. I think it's, at the end of the day, he's not getting his game for, for Sheffield Wednesday. No. So I don't think, I think he's going to be a very different player than the, the young, energetic guy that we had before. I think he'd be a very different player for us now. Um. But I think I think he will get game time. Like if he can play right wing back and right wing, we don't have that much depth in either of those positions. But knowing Nielsen, he'd probably be signed and he's just a backup striker. It's always what we <laughs> least expect in these situations. So he um he came off the bench two days ago, got 30 minutes, scored one goal. Oh, oh, the deal will be off now. He's very much just I've been playing from the bench this whole season, 12 appearances. So. Yeah. Two goals, though. Hmm. And oh. he, just looking at where he's been playing as well, it's left wing and centre forward. So, there you go. <laughs> of course it has been. Yeah. Right, get him in. Get him in, Hutch. Um, Wonder what will happen there. His contract is up in the summer. Is it going to be a, a pre-contract then with money or is he going to come in on loan and then we get him on a free in the summer if we want him? Who knows? Um, but apparently it's all a, a Jimmy Dunn deal anyway, so we'll see what happens. Eh? Hammy, you said something about <clears throat> Gennaro Zifuk's Zee, little brother coming to Hearts. What Zifuk is this about? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the, the depths of Twitter looking for uh, completely true rumours and I saw, uh, so I can't even remember where I saw it, and uh, somebody talking about Gennaro Zifuk's right-back brother. Uh, I think he plays for Hertha Berlin or something like that. Um, oh. I didn't even, this is the first I even knew about uh, Zifuk having a brother. Um, why, why, didn't, why didn't you know? <laughs> I just wasn't uh, that uh, close to Gennaro Zifuk, so we we didn't get on. We we had different music tastes and things like that. So, um, but I think his his name is. I'm just looking now. It looks like he's on loan at Blackburn Rovers. So, oh, so he just pumped us four <laughs> nil. <laughs> that was I. Maybe that's where it came from. Uh, something along those lines. Um, that was a that was a deep dive rumor though. I do like these these rumors that come from absolutely nothing. Although they always seem to involve a a, a recently departed or used to play for a Hearts player. So yeah, he's, he's got two brothers. I wonder if we end up signing the wrong one. It feels like something we do. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, mistakes are made. <laughs> um, that's like. I was getting, I think I even, I even, I was getting texts and messages of all kinds of people asking me if the rumours were true that Billy Gilmore was coming to Hearts. <laughs> right. And I mean, fair's fair, I've started a few rumours in my time. Some even made the papers. At least we forget Jordan Jones. But all someone said on Twitter was Billy Gilmore to Hearts. Like, as in, like, that would be. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? 
Okay, well, so would fucking Mbappe to her. <laughs> I guess, like, the press seem to think that, well, not the press, sorry. Um, people seem to think that that's a, a possibility. Um, and I agree with you, Jarvie. Absolutely no chance. Right. Um, it's dangerous when some people think. Sorry, Jarvie. What, what did you say, Paddy? Doesn't matter now. Joke's gone. <laughs> Days ruined. <laughs> Sorry, Paddy. I feel terrible now. Um, bye. He'll if he's going anywhere, he'll be at the Glasgow Rangers. Yeah. Bye. Is his family not die-hard Rangers fans? Bye. So is he like when he signed for Norwich, his mum wouldn't hold like the blue part of the uh, the green part of the scarf. Ah, wow. Roasters. Like they're proper, proper Rangers now. Um, moving on to concerning news um, with my reputation on the line. Lee Sung-woo. <laughs> so, so like, it turns out he's on like 20 grand a week, according to, to some. That's not verified, but I personally don't believe it. Who knows what the truth is? Um, but if that is the case, then how did we almost sign him in the summer then? If it was only like, didn't they? This, this, this has been you the whole time. I actually think you're the one that started this rumor. <laughs> this is everybody's told you he's not coming, and you'd be like, No, nah, he definitely is. In the summer, it was he's signing at the end of the window, and then it was he'll sign in January. Uh, I've not given up hope. He is a free agent in like what. Two and a half, three weeks. And he's going to need money. So, and I, it, it does concern me. You know, if someone's saying he's on 20 grand a week, then he's at least on 10 grand a week. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even long, think that's how it works, though. It's going to be a, a long way to come down to, to come to Hearts. Um, unless he sees us as like an amazing stepping stone opportunity. You get more for his money though if he stays in West Lothian or something than um, <laughs> in South Korea. So do you got to think about that as well? That's very true. Um, something else is oh he's not played at all for South Korea. Um, I worry about his points going down for the visa. Where you've got to have played in the X amount of the last games played and stuff. Hopefully we're uh, we're not going to end up losing out on our our twenty hand a week man. We'll see. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Joel Savage did speak to the papers at one point, if you remember, about recruitment plans um, and basically said that we're still in similar markets like Australia, young up-and-coming players and free signings. And he basically said that there's not any money available. Which was not what was said about a month ago. What happened a month ago? Uh, they supposedly ring fenced money for January, and then mm. it came out that we had no money for January. Aye, yeah, like yeah, they contradicted themselves. Yeah. So it looks like we went to Europe, and then we spent all the money on accommodation in Europe. Flights, <laughs> because they don't have someone like Cameron that's good at booking these things. <laughs> ah, they could have could have done our trip. It was pretty cheap. It did take, what, 18 hours to get back or something. But... <laughs> went, uh, went to Florence, a night in Milan, a night in Florence, return flights and trains for £40 each. <laughs> Unbelievable deal. Um, I, that's all the transfer stuff for the moment, but my favourite time of year is just around the window. <laughs> Moving on to hair-related items. Um, Andy Halliday only went and got it. Actually went went to Turkey and got a hair transplant. They applied to him. Bold as brass. Fucking love it. Um, Robbie Nielsen has shaved his head. Has he had a hair transplant or has he just done a bit of a Britney? He's booked a flight. (laughs) Totally shaved his head. Just uh, 
that the the gradual decline of Robbie Nielsen's hair in stages has been quite something. Yeah, yeah, he's he is, uh, he's got he's thinning, and um, I think that's yeah. the right course of action. I believe bald gracefully, but mm-hmm. um, it, it was a bit of a shock to the system when I seen him. Yeah, I feel like he's done it, like he's planned it over a season. He's been in the summer, go down to not quite a short back and sides, but like a, a bit of a cut. Then a short back and sides, more of a trim, now a shaved head. Like he's actually staggered it in with international breaks in the brain. Wait a minute. Sorry, I, I dropped off there, but you're talking about Robbie Nielsen's head, right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's butchered the poor man. Like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I hard mean, job. I, th- I feel like me and you, Jarvie, were being quite polite, but <laughs> I have to agree with uh, Cameron's assessment there. <laughs> And comes Cameron full of turkey and pints. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you've been on two days of turkey and pints. <laughs> uh, it, uh, yeah, it didn't seem like a very good haircut. I think he's done it himself. Or it was Lee McCulloch. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I'm moving on from hair stuff. We have Drew Hibbs in the Scottish Cup again. Um, mm. I think I read that that's seven out of a possible 11 times now it's been Hearts Hibs in the Scottish Cup. It's crazy. That since the like the 5 1 Cup final. 10 that years. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of Edinburgh derbies, there was 8,000 in attendance at Easter Road when Hearts and Hibs ladies met. The game was 1 0. Uh, over two and a half thousand jambles just in the away end. There was estimated another thousand or so in the home end as well, which is an incredible effort. Yeah, um, including Gorgi Ultras there supporting the, the ladies. So it's good to see and that broke records and stuff. Lovely. Um, when's our cup game against Hibs? I've like barely looked at heart stuff. For <laughs> it's been phenomenal. But- 20-something of January. 21st of January. Time to be decided at the moment. I still think they're picking the television games, so there is a chance it could be the 22nd as well, which is the Sunday. Okay. Uh, like anyone's got plans in January anyway. <laughs> it's like, aye, son in January, aye, I'll be there. <laughs> two two derbies in three weeks is no bad, though, because obviously we play them on the 2nd of January. That, at three o'clock. That- that two derbies in three weeks, we also played St Mirren twice in between them. <laughs> <laughs> Who are basically hubs. <laughs> January, January is full of variety this year. It's uh, <laughs> mental that the year's going to be ruined by the end of January. So, yeah, our, our January is as follows. Uh, Hearts, Hibs, St Mirren, Hearts, St Mirren, Hearts, uh, Aberdeen, Hearts, Hibs, Hearts. And then Levy Hearts just to finish it off. Oh, fucking hell. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's multiple. Six games, four teams. Multiple freezing cold night games in there as well. <laughs> yes, that's it. Uh, nice. 13th of January against uh, St. Mirren at home. Oh, I'm missing I'm that bu- one, guys. I'm busy. <laughs> That'll separate them in for the boys, eh? Big shite of January. <laughs> Uh, makes you question everything. <laughs> um, Hammy, you're our, our money man. Hearts accounts information came out since we last recorded. Uh, £3 million profit last year. So we didn't spend anything on travel last season. Uh, just imagine what the, it's going to be for the current financial period. But tell us uh, tell us your findings in this in this report, please. I'll give you the headline. So you are correct. Three million pound operational profit, which was actually one point seven million pound profit when you take out a sort of costs and depreciation of assets. So still profits profit. Um, the big thing was our turnover. Um, it was a ninety percent increase. Now that's obviously because we were allowed fans in again last season. So our turnover was 14.6 million, which I think um, is fourth, just slightly below Aberdeen's last ones, oh, yeah. I think. 
Um, it's, it's very, very close, though. Um, we're, we're miles behind Rangers and Celtic, obviously. Um, so we had 14.6 million turnover. We also had very generous donations from the Foundation of Hearts of 1.5 million, which was ever so slightly down um, from the year before, and benefactor money of 4.4 million, which again was slightly down from 4.7 million. You're welcome. So, <laughs> um, so like total money coming in was around about 21 million, um, which is obviously why we've done so well. Um, a lot of that money was commercial income, so that was just over 4 million. So things like the restaurant, the corporate facilities, club shop. So when you're buying your shirts and all that, gate receipts of 5.2 million and prize money um, was just over 3 million. So we finished third, obviously. So the prize money was quite good. We had £476,000 in player sales, which was about half from the season before. And we actually got 244000 in player loan fees incoming. I think we loaned out like to Jamie Walker and things like that. So we got a bit oh, of money yeah. in for there. Um, our staff costs have increased about 33% to over 11 million. Now, that includes social security and pension costs as well. But that is quite high compared to turnover. It's 77%, but it drops down to 54% when the donations are added. Um, which Hearts have indicated in their accounts, which means that they expect them to continue. Well, that um, includes player salaries, eh? Yeah, that's oh, so, I was yeah. just thinking about the coaches for a second there. Like, no, what? no. <laughs> 11 million is all staff. So yeah, that yeah. includes players, admin staff, everything. We don't break it out with players' salaries. So I don't actually know what a wage is just for players. Um, that's went up 33% because, again, we have increased... Um, there's quite a lot of staff, um, particularly part-time match day staff, again, because we allowed fans in stadiums this uh, last season. Uh, our players, coaching staff and football support staff, that increased to 117 from 89, um, which, again, I think that includes um, things like youngsters on professional contracts and women's players. So 117. Mm. It's quite a, a, quite a lot, and that'll have probably... Probably increased, I think. I think there's more um, women's players um, have come in. So those yeah, costs will always come up. The ladies get awarded their first professional contracts. Yeah. This season, yeah. So 14.6 million is, is brilliant. Um, and obviously you're looking ahead to this season with all the lovely, lovely, lovely European money. You'd like to think we're hopefully, and record season ticket sales, you'd like to think that we might push through that 20 million um, turnover. And if we continue to get, uh, what is it, six million in donations as well, uh, we also have eight million quid in the bank, just um, cash at hand. Obviously, some of that is ring fence for certain things like hotels that we're building. Um, uh, one of the other, yeah, not players. One of the other things is we're also starting to repay a three point one million pound loan and budge. Um, I be honest with you, I can't even remember what that was for. Um, I think she just offers us credit facilities at times when we maybe need it for capital expenses. Um, so that's now going to be coming out from this year, since November, we're paying that back. So again, a, a bit more costs um, coming in, so we do need to keep pushing that turnover and making sure... Yeah, we're yeah, go, eh? yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that, that 3.1 million not for our brother-in-law fixing the plumbing? <laughs> hmm. Pretty sure that's how much. Aye, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, um, we do have hot water in the wheat field for the first time. <laughs> and in all honesty, though, we really do need to put money away, considering we now have HD lights to pay for. Running them <laughs> very expensive <laughs> alongside the big hearts. I might have to get switched off at some point because lighting bills through the roof. Yeah. But uh, on on a you look at it for the outside, it's all good. Uh, I do think our costs are going to increase um, quite a bit, and they need to. We need better players, um, so we do need to keep. Let's say we need to keep getting thirds, or it will start becoming a bit tighter. Um, what happens, Sammy? A lot of the like a Hibs fan looks at it and says, well, "You're still relying on your secret benefactor." Yeah, that was a big donation again. There wasn't it? Four million, did you say? 
4.4 million. It was down from 4.7 million the season before. Um, which, whilst I completely agree we should be looking at, you know, filling that gap, you need to remember we we get that money on the caveat that we don't get a shirt sponsor. We have a charitable shirt sponsor and things like that. So mm. there is, you know, if we decided to hoot ourselves out to Wonga or something again, then that money would would, would fill that hole. So, yeah. or we could give the naming rights to Tynecastle or something like that. Oh, so, yeah. Um, so yeah. So, the Fernand so, Park Flyer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yes, we have that money, but that money is always accounted for. We know that that money's coming in. So it's not like we're spending it with our means. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, but I do agree that we maybe need to go, let's make sure that if for, you know, James Anderson gets hit by a bus or something, and then that taps then turns off, then we need to make sure we can fill that. And I, do, I think we could. Yeah. And also, if we were privately privately owned, a person owning a football club would be investing money into it anyway. It just looks a bit more glaring when it's a, a separate thing, a secret to benefactor. <laughs> hey, they they all accepted this money during COVID, so they can all get it fucking random as well. Hey, well, that's very I've, true. I've also had a look out, and there's no glow coming from that part of the fog outside at the moment. So <laughs> I can't you see a that, thing. I believe that the lights are off. <laughs> <laughs> fucking costs. Well done. Well, Simon has now joined the podcast. Also adoring a hoodie. So, Hammy, it does make me think that maybe you are the secret benefactor sitting in your <laughs> house. I, I know, how are you sitting on? in a t-shirt, man? It's fucking freezing. Hey, yeah. lads, I'm on a fixed price tariff. Like, heating is on me at the moment. I'll catch up with you. <laughs> Simon, you gen- you gen- an ice cream? <laughs> also, did you genuinely mean that he just adores hoodies? Or did you mean adorning? <laughs> adorning, yeah. <laughs> No, I actually meant his hoodie is a doring. Hello and welcome to the Broken Grammar Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Very broken. Uh, But uh, thanks for that, Hammy. That was uh, much more professional than I was expecting. I won't lie to you. It was good. (laughs) Really good. Um, Bobby McLucky. So... Back when we were still playing football. In fact, they've not had a break in the Lowland League. Bobby McClucky was named in the, the team of the month in the Lowland League. Uh, and I've come to learn that he's the youngest player in our B squad and therefore the youngest player in that whole division as well. And he's still tearing it up. Um, <laughs> going yourself, Bobby. And he only went and got a bloody call-up to the Hearts bench for the Livingston game. <laughs> That was some ride. Um, wearing number 51 on his back, which is a good laugh. Um, there was a late injury call-up. I can't remember who it was now. Someone had to pull out. had an illness or something. Um, and yeah, and he was, he was chucked in from ball boy duties to, to on the bench. How are you? Why if the Rovers? Sorry, just a shame he never came on and scored the hat-trick. <laughs> We went out and celebrated his bench debut as well. <laughs> Man, we were drunk that. To <laughs> 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 go on to that Livingston game, but genuinely, if you can remember it, I don't know about you, even if I drink later in the day, I seem to just lose my memory of the whole day. <laughs> um, but yeah, George, George Grant ruined it all with a red card. Um, again, if you can remember again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, everyone, everyone was really raging with George Grant afterwards and don't, didn't want to see him play in Maroon again what do you reckon? He just needs to chill out <laughs> that was a silly challenge um, but um, I mean, he's, he's done it twice this season now um, just chill out Boy's running away. It's not going anywhere. Then I go through him. Yeah. Silly Georgie. <laughs> thing, thing is, he's not like a Cammy Devlin type either. He's not running around where you're like, oh, he's fired up today. He just kind of quietly does stuff and then just boom, just a bit break someone's leg. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, 
really see it with George Grant, if I'm honest with you. I don't know what he brings to the team as such. Um, I think he's fine, but yeah, he's, he keeps getting sent off in, in big games. Um, not that Levy is the biggest of games, but I still think it is a big game. Yeah. It's annoy him. It was big in the context of the season, going into the break. Everyone wanted Um, and Simon Simon just started doing like cartwheels about his room (laughs) 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 listen I need to do like jumping jacks or something to stay warm in this house (laughs) I'm no Mr McMahon with his fucking blaring five bar heat (laughs) (laughs) and the big light on telly in the background oh that's crazy (laughs) You've, you've actually got a door open in the background as well. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but Simon, Josh Janelli scored the equaliser in the 97th minute, which was very nice, wasn't yeah, it? I missed this game. This is the first one of the season that I've not been to. Oh, shit, right enough. Yeah. <laughs> but he did. I got a wee notification on my phone and went, yes, standing <laughs> in the middle of Newcastle. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Probably about half of the folk at the game had the same experience as you, Simon, because they weren't there by the time that goal went in. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, you never made the game either, did you? No, I had uh, pretty terrible luck with the, trying to get a bus there because I was out on the, the pints afterwards, so I missed it. And the, I can confirm the diggers was full when that goal went in. <laughs> the good man had a table, big table, waiting for us all to come up. <laughs> Legend. How many people do you think you had to tell like that they couldn't sit down next to you? Uh, oh, it was certainly a few. I had by that time um, I had a couple of friends in though. So um what heavies. A couple of heavies. Hardened <laughs> <laughs> off area. Heavy drinkers. <laughs> well, I was there. I was there at the 97th minute. It was a smashing goal. Literally just burst the bloody net. Um, and I, I think I'm sure the ref was a shambles, if memory serves me right. I'm sure he had an absolute hurler. Can't, can't really remember. Really, really should only do the highlights before doing this podcast. <laughs> People didn't come here for actual analysis. <laughs> no. I've been saying this, I we should just stop talking about that. <laughs> I'll second that. We'll probably get more listeners. Oh, I'm sure we would. Talking about hearts of shite. Um, <clears throat> before we, we touch even further back on the Rangers game, just, just briefly, don't worry. Um, Hammy, go over to you to break up the, the shite hearts chat up a bit. Um, and how are, let's see how the good people on Jambles kick back are doing. Back away and don't talk a lot of shite. Uh, well, it's been fairly uh, tight uh, recently. There's not been much. Um, everyone just just being normal. But so I thought I'd look towards um, the Kilmarnock thing, which I know we'll get on to anyway. But some of the some of the thoughts about uh, Kilmarnock coming up. Someone says, "I'll be honest, I prefer a Qatar type temperature." I don't think I would. We'll be there. Unprecedented mid-season stoppage. This one. Be interested to see how it evolves. Three points is all that matters. Come five, five ten, or even five fifteen. Okay, we're due a clean sheet. We're also due to give this lot a humping. Was fecked off last night in at Rugby Park. Three points, Hearts. Sore arses, Killy. I don't know why they need to have sore arses, but there you go. So so desperate to get back to Tyne Castle, they will come and defend like they did in the League Cup. Hopefully, an early goal will sort that. Three 0 Hearts. You'll see, it's getting very very positive. Um. I worry we will be rusty and off the pace. Robbie has spoken recently about the difficulty in getting games organised. One of the few we did have lasted only 40 minutes before a fight broke out. Yes, we know. <laughs> but it's the same for everyone, I suppose. I don't know if it is. I really don't know if it is. I didn't see any other um, games getting called off for fighting. Someone says, our record against Kelly has been shocking for years, especially at home. Two games already this season without beating them. Nothing but a win is acceptable. Discipline will be important as they will be looking to try and get us a red. George Grant, need to keep the head. A record versus Kilmarnock at Tynecastle is embarrassing. I sincerely hope we put that right on Saturday. 
they are utter shite as well. They have beat us twice. Um, <laughs> someone says McInnes is a top-notch coach and our Bob will do well to better him. And Elegood should see us okay. Hopefully a nice routine 2-0 win. No VAR drama, no red cards, no conceding firsts. And uh, finally, I believe we have failed to beat Kelly in the last seven consecutive home matches, losing wow. six and drawing one. We haven't beat them at home since 2016 in a 4-0 win. This mad run needs to stop immediately. That's nuts. <laughs> they are a bit of a bogey team, it seems. But yeah, that's uh, that's what we're coming up to, Kelly. Fucking hell, didn't he want to go to Ten Castle on Saturday? Man. <laughs> yeah, yes. George Grant didn't get sent off against Levy. It was Kai Rolls. Uh, it what? was. George Grant got sent off against Motherwell. Aye. <laughs> what was it? Aye, this is another use... vendetta this podcast has got against an pl- innocent player. I was thinking, <laughs> fucking Kai Rolls got sent off. Did they both go get on. sent off? No, going back to the point that Jarvie held on the bad referee and Everybody thought they were looking at a VAR decision and a last man challenge on Shankland at the other end of the pitch. And then he came back and gave a penalty at Livingston and sent Kai Rose off. He's a fucking roaster, isn't he? I cannot remember, like, honestly, because of the alcohol consumed that evening, I cannot remember anything. Get that one in the scrapbook. I feel <laughs> fucking like three minute convo about something that never even fucking happened. Yeah, George Grant, I sincerely apologise. I still think he's a bit useless. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. I can't even remember that Motherwell game. Was that before we played Rangers? It wasn't that long ago. Um, I know you're testing me. <laughs> it feels like ages since we played though. It has been ages since we last played. Aye, it, was the week, it was the week before I we played three games in a week. Yeah. Aye. No, see, it wasn't that fucking... <laughs> George Grant, I take my apology back. You can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Kai Rolls, you're all right, but you just get missed one game, you come back, you're all right. Um, because he was very good when we played against Rangers at Ibrox, but that was pretty much the only good thing because, yet again, we went through West and never tried to score until very late on in the game. Um, Rangers were 62nd time lucky in attacking moves, eventually getting their goal, um, and Andy Halliday missed an absolute sitter, like open goal, tin hat. (laughs) Anything else to say on the Rangers game? can't remember anything to be honest let alone <laughs> nah I just remember George Grant getting sent off uh, I think he's a bit useless actually so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got a lot, a lot to answer for so. Um, yeah so looking ahead to Kilmarnock then the Hammies gave a pretty decent bit they are no idea. Our record was so bad against them at home. You say we've lost. Say it again, Hammy. So in the last seven consecutive home matches, we've lost six and drew one. That is embarrassing. But we're tempot, so <laughs> it must, that, like, must go, that must go back quite far because we've been in different leagues. Twenty sixteen. They said that about five minutes ago. That's quite far far back, that. Uh, 2016 wasn't that long ago. (laughs) Can't even remember the fucking. (laughs) Can't even remember who we played Livingston. (laughs) George, do that. Everyone does seem to think we're going to either beat them 2 0 or 3 0. Folk have fucking. It's that absence makes the heart go fonder. Folk have completely forgotten. How fucking horrible it is. <laughs> yeah. I will be putting 20 maroon pounds on Hearts Kilmarnock to be a draw on Saturday. No, no. I would take the clean sheet. Can uh, lose if you keep a clean sheet? Yeah. On, on a more, more serious and maybe more upbeat note, we, we have a whole lot of players back from injury today. 
Kyrill's is back for Australia uh, and and Hearts suspended. suspended for us. <laughs> I know he's missing for this one. I did, but I mean in more in like a, a grander context here. We finally have Kyrill's back and Craig Halkett back, which is huge. Is he yeah. going to be like the quickest turnaround in like a transfer we've ever made? Like uh, the most <laughs> successful transfer we've ever done. <laughs> we were How much did that. he cost us? Yeah. Like was it a Fopo? Aye, was, was he free? Yeah. Unbelievable. And now what? 16 mil? <laughs> <laughs> At least. At the, at the top of the show, Simon, I did say that I wouldn't blame Kyros if he just went anywhere warmer than Edinburgh in January. Aye. How fucking cold is it? <laughs> it's too cold. It's kind of cold. I'm doing MAGA if he'll be here for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, on a grander scale, um, we actually have two centre-backs. It changes everything, changes the whole way we, we can play our football. <laughs> really, takes the pressure off everyone. Um, are you expecting us to be going into every game old side, outside the old firm or even including the old firm and winning again no <laughs> <laughs> no one of them will be injured in a couple of weeks don't even worry about that yeah I'm excited to watch Hearts but I'm just very conscious of how cold it is <laughs> especially in the wheat field you are fucked man there's going to be old people concerned for old people in the wheat field this year <laughs> Aye, so am I. <laughs> concerned about myself. I bet it just makes no difference. I bet actually doesn't get any colder. It's just always like that in the week. <laughs> we need to start a campaign to check on your uh, neighbour at Tynecastle. Make sure they're no frozen to death. <laughs> um, well, good. Use it all, all buzzing for, for the season ahead. <laughs> That's uh, that was an optimistic look ahead to Kilmarnock. Cameron, what's the, the betting lines? Buy or sell, please. Well, I've just put you down as sell on everything already because um, that seems to be where you're at. Everyone. Apart from a, apart from a George Grant red card, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't here, but it could be added. Um, right, I'll go straight into it because um, we don't have a previous game to update or even if we do, it was ages ago and we probably can't remember who we were playing so we'll just leave it at that. Um, going into this one, um, our last game against them was the 2 all draw. We were 2-0 down and came back late on to draw 2 all. So um, this might sound very positive off the back of what you just said but hearts to win and score over 1.5. Sell. 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 I'm buying it. Oh, it just, everything's people. in a line for this to be fucking miserable. Yeah. Oh, we are fucking miserable bastards. It's going to be minus four on Saturday. Oh, <laughs> it's so miserable. Anyway, um, on to number two. In the last game, the scorer of our first of our two goals was Humphreys. Do we think we see him back in this game at any point? Because obviously he was out going into the break um, injured. At any point, I'll buy that. What, is he back fit playing? Yeah. Aye, I'll buy. Bye. Bye. Oh, buys across the board. Here we go. All right, we possession line for you. Um, we had 62% possession in that two-all game. Um, does it get better than that? Over 62.5 in this game. So, buy that. Buy. 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 <laughs> buy it. That sell, Simon? It was. I feel like a fool now, but... I'd be tempted to join you, you know that. Well, what are you doing? I'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Whole point of this game. Um, and then the last one, we've obviously, I'd, I realised that there had been a VAR decision in the uh, Levy game and then forgot about it because I've managed to put it into this question. But, um, <laughs> but um, we've completely oh. deleted hearts from our minds. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, um, over one and a half uses. I don't know how you like. Hi, two or two or more uses of VAR. <laughs> and they think you're fucking in it. Is this the new bald official? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing recent to go on. Over one point five uses of VAR. Uh, I'll buy that. that. I feel like there's been fucking hundreds. <laughs> there's been a bit nine again. <laughs> Defo buying that. Oh, wait, oh, so buying. No, no, wait, wait. I'm up in the line. It's two and a half. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, you've made it hard now. What was the line now? Two and a half. I'm still going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Is it half of our check if he's got a finger to the ear just for like 20 <laughs> what seconds? Are we, what what? Are we does he have to go for someone or do they have to stop play and check VAR? It tells you on the big screen. It comes up on right, the screen. Right, right cool. okay. Right, I'll buy uh, yeah. Buy him. Yeah, well, to be on the screen, that's quite a serious VAR check. I'm going to no, sell no, it. No, 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 him going to the screen. The big screen comes up every time they check VAR. Yeah. Right, but that's long. I'm going to sell it. It's not going to get take that long three times. All right, fine. Gabby, have you watched the World Cup? <laughs> I think, I'm sure it only goes on onto the big screen when, he, right, when right. he's checking the monitor. Right, let's keep moving on. He doesn't get what he's talking about. Dad's lost it. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Shadden. That was that. Nothing else for you. Bye. <laughs> Good. Good stuff. Um, who who do we play after Kilmarnock? Dundee United, does it not? Right, well, join us next time as we look back <laughs> at Kilmarnock and ahead, apparently, to Dundee United. Is that away from home? Away yeah, on Christmas Eve day, Christmas Eve, two o'clock. Oh, of course. oh, I forgot to mention how good the Hearts <laughs> fucking fixture list has been to us this festive season. Yeah. We are not at Tide Castle until the second after this weekend. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, Folk are going to be like, why the fuck do these guys even record the podcast? <laughs> well, if you know the answer to that, listener, let us know. <laughs> um, we just need to warm up again, eh? in, in many different senses of the word. Um, but yeah, that'll be a, a good podcast next week. After that, we'll probably take another about three weeks off <laughs> for the Christmas period. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, at hearts underscore podcast and play along with buy or sell. Um, and I have a good week. Try and keep yourself warm. Five pairs of socks if you're in the wheat field. Um, we'll see you again soon. <laughs>